Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have the amazing Sam from Sovereign and Stone joining me and today we are completely just winging it but we're talking about things that we absolutely love and are passionate about and it is astrology, tarot and our intuition and I guess woo-woo. So welcome. Thank you. It's so nice to be here again and I'm super excited to dive into all of this woo-woo as you call it. Um, If it is such a passion of ours so you can just hear the spark when we talk about it. It's so cool. And we just did a Instagram live which was really fun. Um, Yeah doing a card reading Sam was doing which was amazing. Um, Depending when we launched this episode it was a full moon in Taurus and it was an eclipse as well which was very interesting. Uh, Sam is a Taurus herself, her sun sign so definitely affected her oh yeah big energies yeah (laughs) so let's I know you were just doing some research on you know tarot and what signs and you know matches your tarot cards do you want to go into that because I definitely want to know what mine is yes let's do it let's dive deep um so we'll just talk about every star sign and what tarot uh what tarot card Uh, relates to the star sign and we're just going to stick with the major arcana here and the major arcana are our soul lessons so things we kind of learn throughout our life Um, and we can cycle through these uh, numerous times in our lives and have numerous lifetimes in our one life which is very very cool each time learning you know something new along the way which is um just a beautiful offering from the tarot uh, and something we really get to tap into as we look into the cards. Which is awesome. I'll just stop you there for a second. We're also connected live on Wisdom app. So hello to the listeners on the Wisdom app. Um, This is a live podcast for them uh, there. So hello to those listeners currently listening live. Hi. (laughs) So excited that you can be here as well. All right, let's get into it. Alrighty, so to kick us off in our zodiac astrology, yeah, um, we're starting with our Aries. So, uh, is fire Aries nice. a fire sign? The start of the zodiac, um, and Aries aligns with our Emperor card, and our Emperor is that well, I want to say masculine energy, um, but he really specifically speaks of self-discipline and showing up with that sense of real purpose and putting yourself out into the world so there's this you know fire energy of motivation and inspiration and this real drive and that's you know really what Aries is about it's the start of the zodiac it's you know ready and raring to go and this is a really great energy to harness in things like, you know, business and where we need to have like real structure um, Mm -hmm. and and a real uh, incentive to like succeed but not in like a cutthroat way, in a very kind of humble and grounded and um, yeah, that, that kind of sense. 
Really nice. So there you go, Aries listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So next we have Taurus up. Which is you. Yes, it is me. Um, so Taurus is the Hierophant and the Hierophant card is or speaks of a spiritual teacher or like a leader. Um, Taurus is our earth energy and I like to really kind of think of the Hierophant as you being your own spiritual teacher. So there is um, this, you know, real invitation to look at you know, how you're showing up for yourself, how are you leading your own life, but in a real um, sense of, you know, p- purpose, like what it, what what are the lessons that you need to learn mm-hmm. um, and, and what is your purpose? And it's the Hierophant and Taurus. Taurus really offers that being uh, like in the earthly realms, like yeah. we're not up in the... You know, we're not up in the heavens for this. We're like right down here on earth. What are our earthly lessons? How am I being my own spiritual teacher? Um, It it can also mean somebody else as well, like somebody else showing up as a teacher for you. Um, But when I talk about tarot specifically, I like to think of it as, you know, our own personal lessons and our, um, yeah, and how we show up. And then we have Gemini. So we have the lovers. Oh, I never knew that they were lovers, like in the cards, like for Gemini. That makes so much sense. Yeah, right. So there's there's both of them, right? There's yeah. two. Yeah. There's that beautiful duality. Yeah. So our Gemini is our air element, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is this – the lovers – in the major arcana is like this um, invitation to invite love back into yourself. So whether we've kind of been externalizing, you know, where we're getting our validation from or, um, you know, what makes it us feel good, the lovers is really just that invitation to kind of bring that love back home, mm-hmm. bring that back to yourself, um, that acknowledgement that, you know, everything that you need is within yourself. Um, and that's that beautiful representation of like the duality, but also being whole. Mm-hmm. What uh, have you got next? Cancer. Nice. Um, so, um, gosh, I could so, keep. <laughs> <laughs> so, cancer being that it's that's a water sign. It is, yes, it is a water sign. Um, and we have the chariot for our um, water sign cancer. And the chariot is like this vessel. Mm-hmm. So this vessel that, you know, we are in or we are the vessel. And it always offers a tr- us a choice mm-hmm. to move forward, move forward with, um, you know, with with grace and authenticity or it offers that ability or not ability but it offers that it's an invitation to stay where you are like if you're happy with where you are and you know that's that's totally okay there's nothing wrong with that but the chariot is that a vessel of motion forward into you know into the depths Mm -hmm. it's it 
you know, it is you, you are it, 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 you know, that, that journey of getting somewhere again, isn't external. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like to, you know, think of the, the chariot energy as very fluid, um, being a water sign. So, you know, when we, when we're in the chariot, we can resist it or we can flow with it. Um, and when we flow with it, it's, it's, it's easy, right? Yeah. It will take us where we need to go. Nice. We got Leo next. So next up, Leo. Oh, um, another fire sign. Um, and Leo in the tarot is aligned with the strength card. Mm. You always think of Leo as being a strong sign. Well, yeah. I do. I think, you know, that's, yeah, a lion, I guess. <laughs> Very much in your, in your heart. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we think of strength, we think of courage, we think of um, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that invitation to really use that your resources those resources to show up in in your strength in your power mm-hmm. um with that real sense of like fire with that real sense yeah. of like how can i make this happen like is mm-hmm. a, a real leadership energy i want to say you know around our um our leo and our strength card and that's because Leo has the ability to really move from the heart without fear. Yeah. And then we have Virgo. Uh, Virgo is an earth sign. Mm-hmm. Many other earth signs. And uh, aligned with Virgo is the hermit. Uh, and the hermit really speaks of really taking time out for yourself really taking the time to go inward, to really traverse the, you know, the inner realms of self um, and get really uh, comfortable in the discomfort. Um, It's a very reflective time. And again, just a real earthy, I am here, I'm grounded, I am of this earth energy. Moving into Libra, which is air, uh, and we have justice. Um, so the justice card speaks of balance, mm-hmm. and like Libra with the scales, the yeah. the justice card also has those scales, and it's a real invitation to look at where you know are there. It might maybe injustices and where is the balance? You know, yeah. is this an internal thing or is this external? What are we, you know, how are we showing up? What resources do we need um, to honour this balance? Nice. I always get lost of what's after Libra. It's Scorpio. Scorpio. And then it's Sagittarius. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's always. I know, right? There's I think it's because it's not near my birthday, I forget. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, um, what's what what element comes next? Yeah. I'm a little lost right now, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> always kind of pulling it back in. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so we do have Scorpio and we're in Scorpio season now. Uh, it's that death card energy. 
and our Scorpio is our water sign. And it's really interesting because I always get it confused with the fire sign. I, yeah, it's like, because it's got that fineness and you totally. think of it, yeah, you've got that, you know, Scorpion coming to strike you down. Really? And I've yeah. dated a Scorpio, like Scorpio before and he was fiery. Yeah. Um, but I guess it depends on their placement of their moon and their Mars, I guess, as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so our death card energy is that real card of transformation, of change, shedding the layers, of getting rid of the stuff that no longer serves and really taking, you know, a, taking drastic measures almost to like be a little bit cutthroat with it, like, you know, what serves me, what doesn't yeah. serve me. Um, again, being a water sign, it's that real emotional space. So it could be like emotional baggage falling away or um, anything, you know, kind of in that realm of mm-hmm. what n- what needs to not come with you mm-hmm. as you move forward or traverse forward on this wonderful journey that we call life. And then we've got, is it Sagittarius after our Scorpio? Yes. And we've got our Temperance card. And Temperance is, um, I don't know, it's kind of like one of those cards that you, like the meaning doesn't make itself clear unless like there's a bit of a story, um, I find, like unless there's other cards that come with it. But I'm going to try and keep it as... I guess straightforward as I can, because I think temperance quite has quite a lot of depth to it. Um, and Sag is our fire sign, right? Yes. So, yep. um, temperance is uh, a space of like just being, kind yes. of like putting our trust in the happenings of things, mm-hmm. and um, knowing that it's kind of greater than than you yeah and then us um and i guess that's the best way that i can explain temperance so if anybody else has any input there i'd love to hear yeah um you know your your take on that now this one's this next card's quite interesting you've got for capricorn capricorn yes the devil (laughs) capricorn is earth energy and i love the devil card the devil card really speaks of our ego mm-hmm. um you know and the challenges that come up with within being really involved with our ego uh and of course our ego serves to keep us safe mm-hmm. um but not everything that it tells us is true mm. so we have this beautiful opportunity to really be the observer mm-hmm. and um notice our patterns and our behaviors that are honestly like addictive, but they're it's they're cyclical. Yeah. Um, and this devil card energy is like almost an awakening mm-hmm. to that. Um, can also be seen as the goat, which is Capricorn, and the goat can do anything. He can climb any mountain, but is it his mountain to climb? Yeah, mm. interesting. So interesting. We've got Aquarius. And then we have Aquarius, which is our air sign. Everyone thinks it's a water sign, but it's actually an air sign. It's interesting, hey? Um, And I'm an Aquarius moon and uh, it's the star. So it aligns with the star card. 
And the star card is like a humanitarian card. It's like healing for all, like deep, yeah. deep, deep, deep healing um, on a very, very high level, um, like all of consciousness. So it's, it is a beautiful, beautiful energy. And and this particular um, card is it's like very visual. Um, there's a woman who has her feet, or they're kind of like fins, uh, half in the water, and then like her upper body is half in the ethers. So she's kind of you know of this world, but also not of this world. I love that representation. And then my you, you want to say it? You yeah, say it? Pisces. This is my card. Um, I always used to get really impatient. I used to watch it as like the morning show on Channel 7 and I'd have to wait there and listen through all of everyone's <laughs> astrology for that day. And I'm like, fucking, my language, fucking hell. Hurry up and just get to Pisces. I know, poor Pisces right <laughs> at the end at of the... Always at the last. Always at the end of the cycle. Um but Pisces is a beautiful watery energy. Well, thanks. No. You're so welcome. <laughs> and Tiana's very intuitive, so she's uh, she's a very much this Pisces energy. Um, but in the tarot, it aligns with the moon card. And the moon card really alludes to our subconscious and what, you know, is, is kind of lying beneath the surface. So it's this real invitation to kind of tune into the you know the elements of ourselves that really aren't seen on on surface level but really deeply felt um yeah this card yeah also is kind of like speaks of like yeah, opportunity into the unknown, like this feeling into things that are like feeling into the depths of, you know, yeah. of the tides, of how the moon affects everything, of like this this invitation to just feel deeply um, because, you know, the, the moon is cyclical and um, sometimes this energy can feel like waiting in the depths, like confusing or a lot. Um, I'm thinking and running through my head is like sirens of like mermaids and like mystical creatures of giants, like octopuses and what do they call it, a kraken or whatever that, yeah, big squid thing that attacks under like the dark murky waters. All of a sudden it's like all these feelings arise and then you get washed away and then you think, oh, beautiful ocean of a beautiful reef and happiness and light. Totally, and I love that because the, the sun card comes after this and it's totally like that, you yeah. know, the sun always comes up after the moon and yeah. not everything is doom and gloom. No, that, yeah. went, <laughs> that went weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you so much for running through those. I think that's absolutely amazing and to get a different interpretation of the signs and tarot. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. Now, I... When you, you know, people sort of get freaked out and think tarot is very negative. You know, you've got the devil in there, you've got death. And what, you know, I guess to us it's a little bit different because we understand them a bit more. But can you explain, you know, what death and card means and the devil? It's not necessarily like someone's going to die. Those cards that we think, you know, are scary cards or might have negative meanings. And, 
you know, they're not. It's the it's the way we uh, it's the way we interpret them. It's the way that they come up for us and that they show up for us. And you know, uh, although they they can mean in things like whatever is coming up, you know, death or maybe I'm not I'm not here to say it doesn't well, you mean think that. But death is just the ending of something, and then with death. His growth. Absolutely. So it's, you know, the end of a cycle. We have this life-death-rebirth cycle. So after death, there is rebirth and there's always a learning and a, and a growing and an evolving and an expansion. And, you know, death offers that. And if we don't have that, then we can't expand. So the death card uh, and, and the devil card, the death card is such a beautiful invitation into transformation Mm -hmm. it um transformation can feel very very scary it's like this contraction and expansion and contraction and expansion and it's shedding of the layers which the ego doesn't like because the ego likes to hold on to things to keep it safe which is a good segue into the devil card energy actually because the devil is the ego it's like having a little devil on your shoulder you know it's talking in your ear it's saying these things you know all those cycling thoughts that are coming up in your mind that go over and over and over we have over like seventy thousand thoughts a day or something i don't know if that number's right i might have pulled it from the air but it is a ridiculously high amount and a lot of those are just the same and the devil is an invitation to just catch those thoughts because before they take you on a journey down into the rabbit hole of, you know, worth of, uh, you know, if I'm not worthy, I'm not this, I'm not enough, blah, 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 blah. All of the stories that the, that the mind, you know, keeps us stuck in, um, that's that devil card energy. But when we're aware of that, mm-hmm. that's when we have this opportunity for an awakening or that is the awakening, which is also the devil card energy. Yeah. And um, then you've got them in reverse as well. Yeah, it gets complex, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really, gets really complex. Um, yeah. And I guess it all comes under the interpretation of the reader and of what they're pulling from the cards. And then once you verbalise it to either your client or whatever, it can be interpreted in a different way that's adaptable for their life as well. So... Yeah. Yeah. There's Absolutely. so many meanings behind one card. Absolutely. Excuse my swearing. <laughs> but <laughs> but, it, but it is, you know, the tarot is just a conversation and it's a conversation that you have with yourself in order to inquire onto what's going on beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it brings up so much that we're not aware of or so much that we might be aware of, but we don't want to see, we're not ready to see. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and they're not necessarily all big, huge soul lessons that we need, you know, huge, Yeah. you know, then it's not all like that. Um, it's, um, sometimes I see it as like little roadblocks, like a little speed yeah. bump that, you know, you just need to be aware of. The universe wants to say, hang on a second, because at the end of the day, you know, right now it could just be a little speed bump. But if you go over that speed bump too fast to clear, you know, it's going to weaken your tire and down the road, it's going to be a bigger problem. So obviously there's a reason why it's coming up yeah totally absolutely and it can also be you know like 
the six of wands energy is a real self-celebration energy so yeah. and the sun energy is a real kind of like honoring of that you know there's a new day and there's light and there's happiness and there's joy so it's it's not kind of like all huge yeah like big energies it can be like really playful and light energies and just invitations into hey you know life's really offering you this playful side at the moment are you taking its hand are you really going into that yeah Um, I think because it's Scorpio season, we're kind of, you know, stuck on these big energies of transformation and shedding and um, looking into, you know, our values and our, at the moment it's Taurus full moon, so looking into our, our what we value, how we show up in this earthly realm, um, you know, and in, in that sense, but yeah, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it's and we were just speaking about this earlier when we did our Instagram live and it was um you know the placement of you know it is a full moon in Taurus but you've got to look at where it is in your astrology chart as well so even though you're not Taurus you need to know where that is in your chart and that's where you know it's going to affect you in your life because you know you think well back in the day when I didn't know too much I just think oh well it's not in my sign it won't affect me that makes sense yeah. yeah it totally makes sense absolutely makes sense and you know the moon this is an opportunity for illumination yeah and it affects it affects everyone you know if you if you believe of course <laughs> yeah definitely and I guess like your houses and stuff like you know a lot of people know their sun sign like that's your main star sign when you you know looking in a magazine or online and your star sign is usually always your sun sign but your sun sign is your ego that's you know your ego so obviously yours is Taurus mine's Pisces but then you've got your moon signs which you know that's your inner emotions that's your emotions and how you deal with things and then you've got your rising sign and that's how you show up and that's what you know affects your appearance what it sort of you know how people take you on as well so it's very yeah astrology is a lot deeper than just your sun sign totally you you know it's like you said like I don't come across as a Pisces because you know I'm quite feisty and like my emotions are very like I get very angry but that's because my moon is Aries which is a fire sign which is total opposite of a Pisces Totally. Yeah. And it's so interesting. And my moon sign is a Aquarius and Aquarius is that air energy. So I'm yeah. like all in my head about my emotions. You know, I, do I feel my emotions or do I think my emotions? Like, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you've got like your, um, your Chiron and your Chiron sign is really interesting because I'm just going to read this off of online research that I've done (laughs) earlier because I don't want to say it wrong but essentially it's our um where we need to heal the most and that's where our weakness lies and what it says is it um your Chiron is symbolized by the wounded healer it represents our deepest wound and our effort to heal that wound chiron was named after a senator in the greek mythology who was a healer and teacher who ironically couldn't heal himself Mm -hmm. so it's really quite interesting and i guess you know you can't heal yourself unless you're aware of that right and the placement where it is in your houses is very important so important 
And it's really interesting. I think this journey of healers are showing up on this in this space of whatever we're doing is really, you know, a journey to self-healing. Definitely. And I love that the tarot can offer a, a guiding hand here because, you know, it really um, it really guides you into inquiring into what the hell is going on where am i wounded like what is what is coming up in the cards what you know what are they showing me and and how you know how can i go about being with this so it yeah it's crazy uh if you guys haven't done your astrology chart before my recommendation is astro-charts.com they're amazing you can they actually print you up a little book and all about all your your signs your placements whatever's in conjunction with whatever it's yeah it's insane and you can get like a full print out of your chart to put on your wall if you wanted to so you do need to enter your place of birth like the town um obviously your birth date as well as the time the time's really important because um the planets can move quite fast some of them others are quite slow like obviously you know your star uh, your sun sign that's obviously goes over a month but then you know your moon's can change a little bit i can't remember what they are but yeah some of the planets can change a few times during the day of their placements Mm. just because of where they orbit in the yeah it's it's It's, so amazing i know i love it i get it's like a rabbit hole for me oh my gosh yes sucked in um yeah so it's i think i'm gonna run through what you know the houses are because the houses and what they mean um and the placement of where they sit is really quite cool so you know you've got your first house which is your um where your rising sign is so your first house is um you know your self appearances beginnings the body um the first impression the attitude identity and the approach to life so you know it's really good to find your rising sign because it starts on your rising sign most people think oh your first house is going to start on your sun sign but that's not true Mm. so yeah that's where it runs through um house two is where it's your money work income daily routines values material possessions priorities habits your jobs and work ethic so you know that's where if there's a full moon in that area of your life if it falls that's when you know it's going to affect that kind of area as well and again it's the same with your chiron and maybe that's where you know if you are not good with your money maybe your chiron's in your second house right yeah you've got your third house which is your the mind thinking communication siblings uh social activity interests neighbors and early education You've got the fourth house, which is your home, your roots, your family, self-care, emotions, foundations, your mother, children, women and femininity. Mm. Yes. Um, so that one's really important, I guess, for if you, you know, have a lot of self-worth in that area as well. Like if you're finding, you know, you're fighting with your family a lot or if you find yourself not being able to find permanent housing maybe have a look at where your chiron sits and where you need to heal from there number five uh is romance so that's your love affairs play uh, creativity fertility childlike spirit joy self-expression and drama 
Drama. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one is actually where um, my Chiron sits, right. which is very interesting. Um, I'm actually currently going through um, trying to find – I've got some type of – I can't even get my words out today uh, – immuno – yeah that's there we go (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) there you go there's my brain um and dealing and getting diagnosed with some stuff there so my chiron's actually health is is your sixth house and this is where my chiron is fitness um system analytical nature pets work habits organization sense of usefulness and service given Mm. uh seventh house is relationships marriage contracts business partnerships equality sharing and interpersonal style i feel like my chiron would be sitting there right now (laughs) (laughs) well there's a few it could be the merging intimacy and sex oh totally i've just (laughs) been through a recent breakup guys and um yeah we're (laughs) i think there's been a few jokes about it um. (laughs) we'll look into that one next uh, in that house still is your shared finances, inheritance, taxes, loans, assets, uh, property, uh, property, joint ventures, goals, mystery, partnership and resources. The next one, which is house number nine, is your travel wisdom, um, higher education, law and religion, uh, cross-culture relations, learning and your ethics sits in there number 10 is your career long-term goals structure status reputation public image masculinity men fathers experts and fame your 11th house is your group of friends social awareness humanitarian cannot get my (laughs) words out together you know what i mean technology hopes wishes and the future you've got then your last house which is the 12th which is endings Healing, closure, spirituality, solitude, karma, old age, afterlife, what is hidden, uh, limiting beliefs and your subconscious. Mm. So I guess finding your planets and where they fit in there as well. Mars is another good one to find because that will be your fighting style or, you know, so if you're in a relationship and you're fighting, have a look at where the placement of your Mars sign and their Mars start. And that is so interesting. I love that. And I know Venus is like the planet of love and the planet of, you know, your um, being in touch with like your femininity and that kind of thing and beauty. Yeah. but did you know Venus from a science perspective is like one of the most volatile like like planets in our interesting but i mean the feminine <laughs> is volatile but right but, but, it's very, but it's very pretty so beautiful Way, but so volatile yeah venus like if you have a look at that versus mars mars is boring <laughs> <laughs> venus actually looks it's pretty so interesting maybe mars it's the, has got the fire planet right like it's red it's the dust yeah but we can technically kind of live there aren't we isn't that the aim of what science is trying to achieve right now where venus we can't even go in the atmosphere without being killed within <laughs> microseconds <laughs> I love the similarities we're drawing we're between just, like women, women just, and Venus. It's because women are just so powerful and, and we're that strong. Is, that is absolutely fucking and we're, right. And we're fierce when we want to be fierce. Totally. But we can be kind and loving when we choose. Absolutely. And don't ever underestimate a female. Don't fuck with us. No. No. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. So I think that is absolutely so cool about 
you know, your placement. So, yeah. Definitely something to look into. And did you have like a website or something for people to yeah, like look up there? Yeah, it's go to astro-charts.com. So good. I, I absolutely love it. And even um, I'm looking at mine. I'll show you mine now. Sorry, guys, you can't see your chart. But <laughs> it's very interesting um, – like mine is very heavy towards the uh, left bottom corner where in the top quarter um, I've got nothing in Virgo, Leo or Cancer. Mm. Like nothing in there. No planets, no nothing. Interesting. I had an um, astrology reading probably last year or the year yeah. before last year and it was like reflecting now. It's actually quite accurate. I was in a different job Um and specifically speaking of like career in this reading, yeah. um, the woman who did my reading for me was saying how I was going to change careers and um, I'd, you know, I'd come back home. I was working away at the time and it, and it was more to do with like community and mm-hmm. putting myself, you know, or creating community and with Sovereign and the Stone, my business, this is, you know, and, and these podcasts and empowering women is just exactly what had, you know, been yeah. written in the stars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's it's just, it's so, inter- like, how? How, you know, yeah. how is it, how do they know? Like, how do you know? It's, yeah. It is mind-boggling it's really, for me. It's amazing. It's magic. It is. And, like, even the placements of, like, your ruling signs. So, in mine's uh, Jupiter, which is Pisces. And when it's in its home home sort of placement, it's, uh, or they call it natural placement, It that's when wonderful, amazing things happen. And then, you know, stuff will happen and I'll go back and look at my sign and I'm like, it happened at that time. <laughs> it's and it's like, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> but then you've got to look, it's like, there's so many things out there and astrology is such a practice that's been around for so long and so is tarot. And they outlive, you know, some like Christianity and Jesus. And it, it's so hard and I, it's so conflicting because I grew up in a place where, like with a family that's like, God's real. I used to go to church on Sundays and, and whatnot. Uh, my parents no longer went and I used to go even on my own. I went on um, Christian camps and everything for years after, after the, like all through my teens. And yeah, it was weird how you go from believing to then questioning. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah, well, I mean, I went to a Catholic primary school as well, so I just thought that God was real. We went to church probably up until pre-teens, would have been before yeah. high school. But, yeah, I don't think I really found astrology or tarot or anything until much later, mid, yeah. mid-20s maybe. Yeah. And that's, I mean, 10 years ago now, but it's... Yeah, it's definitely, you know, there are parallels, I suppose, with, yeah. you know, people just needing faith, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, yeah. I, it, it is something that I've struggled with, with religion, like, and it's hard to talk to people about because, you know, they've either they believe or they don't. And it's hard to find other people that question whether, you know, God is real. I believe in God and a, a higher yeah. spirituality and stuff, but it's hard for me to believe in Jesus. Yeah, and yeah, Jesus is a as a story. This is my take on it yeah. because you know I don't know, but 
you know, I feel like Jesus is a story and it gives faith. And that's, you know, whether he existed or he didn't exist, it doesn't matter. It's not the, yeah. it, that's not the, the purpose. The purpose yeah. is to have faith through storytelling and through, um, you know, like these soul lessons. Yeah. Like the disciples are all different soul lessons and there's Definitely. beautiful soul lessons sprinkled all through the story. And yeah. And I think that's my take on what it is yeah. and whether you have faith in that or whether you have faith in, you know, tarot or astrology or whatever your yes. faith is or whether you don't have a belief at yeah. all, that's absolutely fine. I think, you know, we're all just connected on this one level and that's just faith. Yeah. I think I was quite lucky because the church that I used to go to by myself, my parents didn't go and it was all about acceptance. And it didn't matter if you were, you know, gay, straight or whatever. They were accepting of everything. And then when we went to these camps, they really taught us from the Bible, you know, to live a life that's of kindness and compassion and taking those stories from the Bible and sort of guiding our lives to live in a way to support and encourage us to be the best possible people without judgment. But then you've got other religions that you know, you have to live a certain way and do this. And uh, that's where it angers me a little bit. Feels oppressive maybe. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's really hard to I, – I find it quite difficult to wrap my head around that, mm. I guess. I guess it's also because there's so much judgment about, you know, tarot and card reading and astrology and everyone's – or people that are religious think that's evil and it's the work of the devil and – I got to think, well, when I was a small child and I could see people walking past in my window at night that are not physically here and and getting messages in my brain, I'm like, how can this be evil when I'm a child and didn't know what true evil was? I'm getting these messages. So does that mm. – I'm not possessed by the devil because <laughs> they were <laughs> – I mean, that's what you might have been led to believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I think, you know, as children we're so open, we don't have these influences of, you know, what's right or wrong necessarily. We're just, you know, these kind of portals for life to move through that we don't have judgments, we don't have, you know, these, uh, you know, our minds aren't fully developed. So we have this ability to be quite free with yeah. what, what shows up mm-hmm. and... I think that's really cool that you had those experiences. Yeah, and people are sort of waking up in this sort of like the last couple of years, especially since 2020, there's been a huge amount of people that have been able to connect with their higher selves and going through these journeys where they're, you know, getting rude and purging, as you said earlier, and just shredding their old selves and growing into something so beautiful mm, turning into butterflies everyone yes <laughs> yeah it's it, it is um so cold there lara's like definitely an awakening and we need to be having conversations and deep conversations because sometimes the world can be fucked and yes. <laughs> it's not fair you know yeah and things are happening that we can't control but if we have this, you know, acceptance and surrendering of of our own internal environment and yeah. what we can control, then I think the world is certainly going to be a better place. Definitely. 
Now, Sam is the owner and creative director of Sovereign and Stone, and she also does card readings as well. So plug away where they can find you. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, so our website should be, new website should be Woo-hoo. up and running by the time <laughs> this podcast launch. Uh, so it is www.sovereignandstone.com. And there you'll be able to look through our beautiful collection of crystal rings, earrings, necklaces, uh, journals and books. And we have some crystals as well. Um, Just all the really juicy magic stuff, which is amazing. Um, And also you'll be able to make a booking. Yeah, book in for your expansion session. So that's um, my tarot offering at the moment. So it's a one-hour reading. We'll go through um, a beautiful big spread and really just offer you some self-inquiry practices really ways to kind of deepen your connection to self uh and then um work on some you know journaling I think you know there's a lot to be said about journaling and I'm it's a big practice of mine so um yeah that's that's pretty much the session um and you can find us in Instagram also uh, just at Sovereign and Stone. Yeah. And you've got your YouTube channel as well. Are you starting that soon or is that no. up and running? No, now? I have. Uh, it's up and running. Yeah. yeah. So I do like a weekly reading sometimes um, a little more often. And then just, just general guidance basically or pull some cards. They're yeah. typically about 20 minutes, the readings yeah. and um yeah just yeah. an offering i like those little 20 minutes i think I, I you do it at a time i think i'm at work or something and i miss miss them every now and then or i'm still asleep on the weekends but i've caught a few and they're amazing and they're so sort of spot on mm-hmm. as well like they're yeah it's incredible oh, what you do you. <laughs> I appreciate you yeah, i appreciate you <laughs> and um especially the space you've created for not only yourself but for women around you and you know your jewelry is absolutely beautiful and your pieces just speak like they're just so different to what out, what's out there in the market and you truly know how special they are when you see them so Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much for all of our wisdom listeners. I appreciate you jumping on today and having a listen. And hello to everyone and thank you for listening, all you high-frequency females. Um, we'll be probably doing another live on Instagram soon, so keep posted on all of our social media. You can find us at High Frequency Females uh, on Instagram and then we've also got our website, which is High Frequency Females dot com or au they're both direct us to our website which is amazing i'll also put links uh to sovereign and stone if you wanted to jump over to that site have a reading buy some jewelry and we'll talk to you again soon bye, bye. bye.